You're listening to Mischief Media. Hey, Clancy, you remember how when we used to drive to work? Uh, when we used to what to wear? And we would just put on a podcast or a book and learn something passively while doing something else like driving. Is that why people listen to us to learn? Oh, I hope not. No, uh, they should listen to us to laugh. To learn, they should check out Knowable. It's a new app where experts offer audio courses in leadership, business, wellness, and more. Okay, well, this sounds perfect for me. Sometimes I have a hard time reading ad copy, much less entire books. Yeah, and Knowable courses are perfect for that. With fun 10-minute daily audio lessons from top thinkers, experts, authors, and weekly live discussions, it's perfect for multitasking. So it's like Spotify for personal development? Yeah, that's a solid elevator pitch. Good job. Comprehensive podcast-style audio courses. What are they about? Well, there's a course on improv that the UCB did and another one on launching a startup with a founder of Reddit, uh, Alexis Sohanian. Oh, so I could learn improv while doing chores? Yes, and you could start doing chores. How dare you? Get hundreds of hours of educational content with Knowable's entire library of courses, all ad-free at a special rate of $50 a year for a limited time. But guess what? You can get an extra 20% off for being one of our listeners. Just download the Knowable app and use code NONPLUSSED for 20% off your subscription and tap into the knowledge of 200 experts at the top of their field ad-free. Again, just download the Knowable app and use code NONPLUSSED for 20% off your first subscription. I'll think to that. And one for Mahler. Oh, and we only get one jackass, whereas the original Pinocchio is like four or five. You know what? Man. I think what we're learning is the real jackasses here are us. <laughs> we're being made fun of by this movie for sticking with it for so long. Who is this movie for? Yeah, I, I, this, this feels like it's a joke that's Wait. being played on me. Another episode of Non Plus, a gay romp through the Disney Plus vault. That over there is my husband Clancy, and over there is my husband Josh. And this is another episode of Non Plus, a mischief media yeah, podcast. podcast. Oh my god! I got it. Oh my god! I wow. knew where he was going. I was prepared. I'm so surprised that singular moment brought me more joy than the past two hours watching this film, but we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before we dive into the the horror that is uh, the ongoing nightmare of the uncanny valley that is this film, here's just a friendly reminder that it's the gift-giving season, and Mischief Merch has you covered with a gift guide over at MischiefMerch.com. Clancy, yeah. if they're purchasing any merchandising for fans of our programs or the Marvel ones. Yeah. What code should they use to get a discount? Oh, on the website? Yes, at mischiefmerch.com. Oh, yeah. They could use nonplus10. Nonplus10 to get how much off? Oh, 10%. Off our stuff and the MCU stuff. Yeah, the whole the, the whole why? thing. The whole kit and caboodle. We're trying to make even the ads more entertaining. It already movie, is more entertaining. Truly. We not, I don't. It's anyway, holiday gift guide at mischiefmerch.com. Code nonplus10 at checkout if you're doing our stuff or MCU yeah. stuff. Um I mean what what else is there to say? Um, as we go into the holiday season and we're trying to move, we thought, wow, what sorts of films, films might people be gathering around televisions to watch? Mm -hmm. And I I I can say without hesitation that I hope it's not today's choice as always our research comes oh from uh, wikipedia imdb rotten tomatoes and disney.fandom.com clancy <laughs> what do our listeners oh, yes what do our listeners have to give thanks for that they don't have to watch this season oh well that is 2022's Disney's Pinocchio. Yes, that's right. The quote-unquote live-action Pinocchio. Yeah, girls, this is uh, this was this was a lot, and it was too much. Did someone lose a bet? Was, 
It was. Did Hanks owe somebody some money? I don't under. I don't understand why this exists. Because you can't I, even I, say Christmas presents because yeah, it's a digital release. Yeah, it's it's just not good. Uh, released September eighth, twenty twenty two. It runs far too long at an hour and fifty one minutes. Yeah, insane. Part of long. that is because they basically doubled a number of scenes. They, the pacing was bonkers. The pacing was all over the place. It was directed by Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, of all people. I've met him. How, wh- I'm sorry, what? We've talked about this before. He 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 was like a special guest uh, professor at the uh, at the film college I went to at one point. Because we talked about A Christmas Carol this time mm-hmm. last year. That's when we mentioned it. Yeah. So I'm I'm very familiar with Robert Zemeckis and honestly Robert, man. We are also <laughs> on Who Framed Roger Rabbit. We've covered a few Robert Zemeckis films on, we, we have. on this show. He, it was just one. It was what one class. What the hell, man? <laughs> this is truly someone signed a, a binding demonic contract with somebody at Disney and Zemeckis and Hanks and everybody else involved was like, all right, we've made a deal with the devil. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know who the devil is. I don't know. I don't know who this movie is for. I That's part of the problem. I really, I don't either. I do not know. Screenplay by Zemeckis and Chris White's. Music by Alan Silvestri. Alan, my man. Wait, did, did I see the bodyguard? Did he do the bodyguard? Yeah. <laughs> and the predator and father of the bride. And abyss, man. The parent trap, the mummy returns, Lilo and Stitch, Night at the Museum. Like all of these are great. He's and the done, Avengers He's films. done some Avengers films. But what was the new music for this? What on earth was the what new the, music what on for earth this? Was this? It was I'm so, so bad. Ugh. And of course, it's based on Disney's 1940s animated Pinocchio, which is itself based on the adventures of Pinocchio by Carlo Collodi. Uh, yeah. Let's get through this cast real quick. I mean, do, is there anything else to say before we jump in? Obviously neither of us had seen this. No. Or else we wouldn't have done this to ourselves. <laughs> no, 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 no. I will say we did a bit more research for this one than we have done for other remakes because we watched the cartoon. We did last yeah. week. We watched it last week in preparation being like, Hey, just cause you know, we're going to get to that point where we're going to be like, Oh, well, was this in the original? Was was this not in the original? Whatever. Is, is it interesting that something is different? That right. kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, spoiler, it's not. Um, let's go. Some of the- it is. Some of the changes that were made are interesting. Yeah. We'll get there. I'm not going to belabor the point. Look, if you want a full list of changes, that's what Disney.fandom.com is for. Absolutely. There are some things that I call out in my notes as why, why was this choice made? Yeah. There, there's a lot. There's a lot of weird. It's a weird question choices. we ask a lot on this podcast because as the title implies, we frequently find ourselves non-plus. non-plus. Yes. All right. The cast is Tom Hanks as Geppetto. Benjamin Evan Ainsworth as the voice of Pinocchio. Joseph Gordon-Levitt as the voice of Jiminy Cricket. Keegan-Michael Key as the voice of Honest John, who is the fox that's accompanied by the silent Gideon cat. Yeah. Lorraine Baracco as the voice of Sophia, a seagull. Cynthia Erivo as the blue fairy. Luke Evans as the coachman. Giuseppe Battison as Stromboli. Cayenne Lamea as Fabiana. And Jaquita Tale as the voice of Sabina, Fabiana's marionette. Angus Wright as Sinor Rizzi. Sheila Atim as Signora Vitelli. Lewin Lloyd as Lampwick. And Jamie Dimitriou is the headmaster who throws Pinocchio out for being a puppet. Yeah. Anything else we need to do before we jump into this hot mess? No, let's just get this over with. All right. Catchy little tune. Well, how do? Cricket's the name, Jiminy Cricket, to be precise. And I'm here to tell you one humdinger of a tale. In a small Italian village in 1895, a vagrant cricket named Jiminy enters the home of a widowed elderly woodcarver named Geppetto, who lives with his pet kitten Figaro and goldfish Cleo. Geppetto has completed work on a marionette based on his young deceased son, which he names Pinocchio. Before falling asleep, Geppetto makes a wish upon a star. Later that night, the star magically brings Pinocchio to life, and he is soon visited by the Blue Fairy, who tells him if he acts brave, truthful, and selfless, he can be a real boy. The Blue Fairy also appoints Jiminy the responsibility of being Pinocchio's conscience to teach him right from wrong. When Geppetto awakens and finds Pinocchio alive, he is at first shocked, but becomes overjoyed. 
Okay. All right. My first note here is that this is already cringe as fuck, and we didn't. It was just the fucking title. It was like just it was literally the the the, the, the Disney title coming in mm-hmm. with Jiminy j- dropping down and yeah. starting to narrate, and then also have this conversation with himself as the narrator, and also Jimmy. It was just weird. Yeah, he, the Jiminy as the narrator breaks the fourth wall and talks to Jiminy the character, but in I kept calling the, him Jimmy. It's Jiminy. Yes, Anyways. in the cartoon. He's talking to us, but it, it the trope doesn't bear out through the end. You, you know, you, it's, it's not like in the third act, Jiminy is asking Jiminy if they're going to survive this. No. And they deprive us of a real life interpretation of that really rad intro zoom and the approach to the shop from Jiminy's perspective. Yes. The way the camera bounced like a cricket. That was cool. Why yeah. are you just going to show this CG cricket that we know isn't even there on this CG street that we know isn't even there? Yeah. Yeah. This. Uh, Goddamn. I, I mean, and uh, am this I, is what I mean by some of the differences. Like, why did you make this? Cho- why was, why was this the choice? Why? Yeah. It, it, for some reason, somebody decided that they needed to change things about the movie. Like there are things about, and I, I will say this, there's things about the original animated movie that could have benefited from a better lens for sure. Product of its time. Absolutely. Not as egregious as Peter Pan. No. But a product of its time. Product of its time, for sure. But this does nothing to uh, change that in any sort of way. There was literally nothing done in this that makes me think, oh, hey, that was a good change. Said that's, no one in this movie. That's my point, Clancy. It's, that's my uh, point. And the like, only positive change is truly Cynthia Erivo as the Blue Fairy. She's literally a vision. Racists hated the idea of the, of this character being quote unquote blackwashed. Yeah. Does it fucking matter? She's a fairy. Cynthia Revo can sing. Yeah. But then they wrote her music for Kristen Chenoweth. Like a bolt out of the blue, steps in and sees you through, and you wish upon a star. Your dream. Yeah, Why it, are you going to make it, Cynthia Revo sound like that if you wanted Cheno? And if you're going to have Cynthia Revo, let her be Cynthia Revo. Take a deep breath. Gonna hold my head up. Gonna put my shoulders back. And look you straight in the eye. I'm gonna For sure. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Again, why? Is Tom Hanks wearing a fake nose to look like Geppetto? Or is it the wig that's creeping me out? I have so many questions. Yes, there's a lot of questions. There's also a question as to why he has this speaking song at the beginning of this movie that is just, it's just a bore and laborious. Do you want my crazy theory now or do you want to wait until we get to the end? Well, what do you think will make be more impactful? If we wait till the end. All right. Okay. We call that in the biz foreshadowing. Five shadowing even because yes. there's so much of it. There's so, so much. There's of it. so much of it. Okay. I, t- Tom Hanks is really trying to win an Oscar here and I'm terrified. I, I don't understand. This whole time I'm just imagining Zemeckis screaming at him in a green room. Oh, <laughs> man. And there's just so many things that are done. Like, I don't, I, there's so many choices that were made. Uh, why are all these clocks like, why did they all have to be fucking other Disney movies? Especially well, if this is specifically set in 1895 prior I, to for sure. Some it, of these even it being would have set. Been, it would have been more if it was more like, uh, I guess, less obvious. Like if it was more like uh, Woody and Bullseye is Woody and Bullseye. Yeah, well, yeah. No, it literally felt like we were being screamed at by this wall of clocks. Yeah. I mean, we were. Wait for it. Wait for it. Hey, 
your point, the the choices that they make, they keep that not too shabby joke where he's accidentally accosting a carved woman yeah. by leaning on her bustle. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny because the animation in this carved woman is funny. Sure. But why is this joke one for one? Why like they can't No, they they made they they the things that they decided to pick to keep in it and the things that they picked to add, which is more of the the problem. Yes. They added way way too much there was no reason that figaro needed to be a fully cg fucking uncanny cat yeah like although he did look like martini it did look like martini and absolutely martini will be cosplaying as figaro but it still was just like when he picks up figaro and starts uh petting it's just it just it's icky it yeah, doesn't it's also good. icky that as we've complained about before we only know that cleo is a girl because she's got she's eyelashes eyelashes god fucking not damn it. in the pronouns you address her with not in her name no it's got to be eyelashes in the hint of a plump lip eyelashes again fish. all right god damn it it's a gold we also get, and you had mentioned this while we were watching because I was like, what the fuck? Why are they doing this? But the fact that Geppetto is basically creating his dead son as a puppet yeah. is really morbid and not great. <laughs> and added, even in the original story, it was just like the wood was magical and he carved a puppet from it. Like there's this context of having, I, I don't understand why they did this. We didn't need the motivation. They were trying to make it less creepy than an old man was making a little boy. And they ended up making it more creepy. If you just shift your lens, fucking wood, like he could have just been making a toy. That's like, that's what he did in the original. Yeah. And maybe it's just that he's generally so lonely because he only has these, the, the and we get this whole added character because, Oh, yeah. there's so many cuckoo clocks. Cause he won't sell them. Name your price, uh, Geppetto, and I will pay. They are beyond price, Signora. I'm very sorry, but I cannot sell you any of my cuckoo clocks. But if you cannot sell your clocks, why do you have a shop? Uh, it's complicated. Uh, perhaps a music box? Good night, Geppetto. I leave a disappointed man. No. They just don't understand, do they, Cleo? My clocks, they mean everything to me. Clocks are my most special creations. I made them for my beloved Costanza. And she loved every one of them. For some reason, we got to make sense of that. But we're not making sense of anything else about his existence. And I know we're going to jump to this further, but like when he's at Pleasure Island and... and, uh, Pinocchio is like all the clocks are being smashed around him and you know whatever oh, I have a note about that I know but I'm just it, it's just it it feels like they were like we wanted to do this scene and so we needed to make that make sense what I'm, and I'm, then Figaro has every right to be scared of this terrifying yes, puppet how dare yes, you terrorize this cat? yes that is traumatic for this reminds cat. me of our Christmas tree topper oh my god we had this Christmas tree topper that literally was like a train on like this little uh, wire hook that would like motorize around the tree. Martini thought it was the devil. She would not go not anywhere go near any, the tree when it was running. I got scratched deep. So many times. <laughs> it was Because bad. you tried to be like, look, Martini, it's just, that's I how would, Figaro should have yes, been responding. And also, yes, how dare you terrorize yes, your cat? That's what I'm yes. saying. That's uh, all I'm saying. This is basically a Twilight Zone movie when the clocks go off. And really what's happening is it's just the souls of the... There's there's t- captured tormented souls in these cuckoo clocks yes. that equate his depression for his lost wife and son and I'm terrorized by it. This is the beginning of the nightmare fuel that this movie provides. Yeah. And, and when he's making the wish, Pedro, do you want to know what I wished for? I wished No, no. If I was to tell you, you would think I was... The problem with that one clock, it talks too much. (laughs) Get get it? It talks too much. Tick-tock. The clock tick-tocks too much. This is the first moment I thought while watching, although not in general, that this film didn't need to be made at all. It didn't. It, it really didn't. This this really was unnecessary. And uh, mind you, like some people have said that about the other like live animated to live action movies. Like I think, but they're all 
We haven't but seen the, Lady and the Tramp, but by and large, they're better than this. They are. The like, I really liked the Jungle Book. I thought that was great. Great to watch. Beauty I and liked the Beast the Lion was King. good as Beauty well. Beauty and the Beast was all right. It was all right. Featured Luke Evans, who is the coachman in this. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He was better utilized in Beauty and the Beast than in this. Yeah, it, I don't know. It's just such a slog. It's so. Uh, and wishing that your toy boy was a boy toy is as, in fact, a crazy drunk idea as your drunk cuckoo clock would have you believe. Now, when these clocks fast forwarded to midnight and struck midnight and that cuckoo bird froze Mm -hmm. immediately as that whole world froze and they're trying to make a moment of this magical instance where a wish is about to come true our automatic litter box started to turn over (laughs) that's right and it was literally magical it was the creep factor went up to 11 and did not come down the moment yeah this Wishing star laser literally made (laughs) this puppet a copy of his son. It reflected off of the picture and transferred the likeness of his soul captured in the picture into this puppet. Yeah. And I'm just, it's a metaphor for tumbling into grief and despair as far as I'm concerned at this point. And it's so uncanny Mm. Valley. I hate it. I hate it. We also have it's the, worse than Chucky. It, it is. It, it, it as he's coming to the blue fairy shows up, right? Well, again, uh, Cynthia Revo, fabulous, wonderful, absolutely magical, fa- literally magical, absolutely magical. Did sh- did we need a musical number here? Absolutely, the fuck not. We did not. There wasn't one in the original. I don't understand. No, but she does speak in the rhyme and whatever. You don't need it. You don't need to make anything new. We don't need to draw it out and add no, this whole was, other verse. It was in the fr- so much. There was so much more. It was again. It was so long. It was laborious. Why is this here? Uh, I did. There was the part where Pinocchio was asking why he existed, and like Jiminy alludes to sex. Why does this cricket know what human sex is like at all? And this is this film where they're making this drawn out extended joke about sex for the adults in the room. This was a Disney Plus exclusive. This is on digital. Right. A remote is going to get paused and a child is going to look at a parent and say, what does Jiminy Cricket mean? Yes. And the parent will have no choice but to respond. He hasn't lit any candles. (laughs) Or your father likes to light a lot of candles. Doesn't light many candles. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why is this here? But then then, as if in apology for Mm -hmm. what we're about to endure for the rest of this film. Yeah. The Blue Fairy not only reads Jiminy for filth, she opens, but the library. also every liberal arts major who ever existed. Yes, yes. Are you my conscience? Huh, me? Uh, I'm not a conscience. I'm a cricket. More of an insect than an instinct. Would you like to be his conscience? Me? No, thanks. I've uh, got enough on my plate. Oh, really? I see a lost soul, an insect of no fixed address, an aimless vagabond hopping from hearth to hearth with no direction, no job, no prospects, and no purpose in life. Now look here, just because a fella sneaks into somebody's house to warm his backside and... Yes. I say that confidently as a liberal arts major. The library is open, Jiminy is trash, and only through the magic of this strong black woman can you be better than you are. I love that message. Paris is burning. It's all down here from... It's it's all downhill from here. It really is. Unfortunately. It really is. I mean, and that, and I have a note here. It's like, you know, I, I mean, she can sing for abs. She absolutely can sing. She's a Tony award winning. But why? Right. Why? And why is it written like this? Bring it down the octave and yeah. let Cynthia Erivo belt. If you want giddy operatic, whatever, yeah. if you're going to, again, if you're going to write the, this, mm-hmm. uh, adaptation of this song for Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah. Cast Kristen Chenoweth. I'm not saying don't cast Cynthia Revo, but if you're going to cast Cynthia Revo, write the song for her. Yeah. Fuck. I wrote down a time, which I usually don't do. Yeah. Uh, we're 30 minutes into this movie and well, we are now just here. Yes. And just before that, the, just the way that Geppetto says the blue fair, the, the blue fairy. It's me, Pinocchio. He'll talk. Yeah, and I can walk. How? How can you walk? How can you talk? The Blue Fairy. She said you made a wish. Blue Fairy. The Blue Fairy. Marriage. Oh, my God. Marriage is what brings us together today. 
Yeah. Whoa, fairway. It's like, what? what is this accent? It's like, it's Italian, but it's not. It's yeah. just, it, it's These all These music hodgepodge. box clowns are horrifying. Oh, Geppetto's God. initial reaction to Pinocchio is the correct one, and it honestly should have ended there. He should have killed it with fire, but instead, we've got 90 more minutes to trudge through. Do you have anything else for this section? Like I said, it was just, we, we were at the 30-minute mark here, and I was like, we were at, this, this happened 10 minutes in. Like, the inciting incident in this yeah was 30 minutes in and which that's is, the thing is not appropriate we Robert. are it's not appropriate we have rushed through some descriptions because they're literally repeating scenes already yeah the blue fairy scene did not need to be as long as it was but they were just mm-hmm. trying to maximize cynthia revo's screen time for whatever only for her to sing a song that clearly wasn't written for her to begin with what is happening yeah, yeah what is yeah, happening yeah. the song was not great it's it's yeah all right let's, let's, let's keep going let's go After a few days, Geppetto sends Pinocchio to school. However, Pinocchio is soon approached by con artist Fox, Honest John, and his partner, Cat Gideon. Honest John convinces Pinocchio that he should have a life of fame to truly be a real boy when he really plans to sell him to the puppet master Stromboli. With the help of a seagull named Sophia, Jiminy convinces Pinocchio to continue going to school, but Pinocchio is thrown out by the headmaster because he's a puppet. Pinocchio decides to go to Stromboli's after all, while Honest John places a glass jar over Jiminy. Geppetto, Figaro, and Cleo go out to look for Pinocchio when he fails to come home for dinner. At Stromboli's theater, Pinocchio befriends one of Stromboli's employees, Fabiana, and her puppet, Sabina. Pinocchio puts on a good show for the crowd, but Stromboli locks him in a birdcage to prevent him from ever leaving. Stromboli's coach ends up freeing Jiminy from the jar, and Pinocchio has him reach the keys for the cage's lock by telling him lies to make his nose grow longer. Okay. (sighs) So, A... If your child previously died, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, and you suddenly why, have the sim- simma- simulacrum thereof. Sure. Why would you send that child alone to school without informing anyone that, hey, my puppet son is coming to class? We're not even walking him to school. Not even in- introducing him to Sheila at Tim because mm-hmm. we know she's a sorceress. Yeah. This is her pre-commertage days, clearly. Oh, right. That's right. She's the one who's, who stabs the dark hole. I remember. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The point is, is yes, he sends his literally fragile wooden boy, wooden boy to into school. the world, vulnerable and alone with not, but a cricket that he's not even aware of. Right. To no guide direction. Him. No, no, I mean, and, and the direction was, Hey, when you get to the fountain, I'm two streets over. What sort of directions and, are those? And we got Lorraine Bracco getting paid to be a new seagull to the story just okay. to bridge some gaps. I don't even know if it's just that. I wonder if it's just that there wasn't enough women parts in the original Pinocchio because it was mostly all men and all of the added characters have been. Yeah, and not, and I'm not saying it. that that's a bad thing. But no, like, but it's another reason not to bother making it to begin with. Again, it's it didn't need to be. This didn't need to happen. And you know that there's that new movie with the AI robot. What's it called? She's like, oh, Megan. Yes. Yeah. That I'm getting, I'm getting sort of turn of the last century Megan from this Pinocchio. Just the <laughs> way he's spinning and dipping and diving. If y'all haven't seen that trailer, I'm gonna drop it in the show notes. Yeah, the the fucking uh uh like head turn all the way around. Yeah. It was just Mm-mm. not appropriate. No. And everyone's just unfazed by these anthropomorphic animals walking upright in human clothes. No right. one is surprised by that. But and they're for, surprised by a wooden boy. And for some reason we gotta get a poop joke. Oh right. We gotta get Pinocchio staring at poop. <laughs> That's right. And then drops so, and then there's this weird thing where he drops the apple, right? Yeah. Doesn't pick it up. Mm-hmm. But then he has the apple in the next scene. How do you have bloopers like that in a CG film? I don't know. Also, we should have taken the hint. Pinocchio is literally looking right at this and saying, uh-oh, this, this is, is shit. This is a pile of shit. This is a, this is a big steaming pile of shit. We're about shit. to waste the talent of Keegan-Michael Key as he chews up this imaginary scenery. He he's was great. Right. He's not just. He's not the problem. I'm sorry. He's not just chewing up the scene. He's chewing up this whole fucking country. Yes. Why on earth would you want to be real when you can be? Famous! Famous? Yes! Famous! I'm speaking of the theater! Bright lights, music, applause, fame! Fame? But I want to be real! 
Yes, yes, my boy, but did you know many people say that you're not actually real until everybody knows about you? Why, to be famous is to be real. Until then, you're just a nobody. He is doing so much fucking work. He has his... eaten Italy. He has <laughs> chomped that boot, <laughs> he bitch. He chomped that boot. But he it's... even manages to <laughs> land a Chris Pine joke somehow. He does. Pinocchio. Probably a K. Never mind. Uh, too many letters. We need a simple, strong stage name. Slab Oakley. Chad Log? <gasps> I've got it. Chris Pine. Now, nah, it'd never work. We are wasting precious time. And again, it's just too much. This, it, this movie is just too much. Especially because his dialogue starts leaning into... Your only value is of what other people think of you. Don't don't worry about what your parents say and trust me, when you're popular, they'll be proud of you. Yeah. Is it trying to teach kids not to be influencers because they do say an influencer like it's Right. I can uh, 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 I don't know who this is for. I don't either because why does Jiminy know what taxes are? Yeah. And why is his position that they don't matter unless you're rich? Because He's complaining about the gravel road which we find out later is a Chekhov's gravel road. We'll get there. Chekhov's we'll gravel get there. road. Yeah. And, and again, this is just one of those points I wrote down here. Like, you know, the 3D in this is just not good. Like it, it really is like, and I mean, as much as Polar Express had its issues, but like at the time it was innovative for motion capture, yes. right? This, they're all still dead behind the eyes. I just can't deal. Like, it's just not, none of it's convincing. The most convincing none of this is, is convincing. Sabina. She's the most convincing, but she's not even that convincing. She looks yeah. like a Bratz doll. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. For, for whatever reason, again, the things they leave versus the things they change, the lyric in this song is still that an actor's life is gay. Mm -hmm. Hi, diddly lady. An actor's life for me. A high silk hat and a silver cane. A watch of gold with a diamond chain. Hi, diddly day. An actor's life is gay. It's great to be a celebrity. An actor's life for me. Which is overt queer coding at this point for like it, for the yeah because it's ostensibly a, a, a villain. The hedonistic life yeah. is is gay and is therefore bad. But at the same what? time, if they would have taken out the line, would would that have been? Would there have been just if they had much? changed it, nobody would have fucking noticed because so much else is going on in this movie. I guess movie. that's true. There there is way too much going. They on. had they put it in Enchanted for the joke. Yeah, we didn't even mention it. Like a hairball from the shower of a happy working song it, they put it in enchanted for the joke it works because it's self-satirizing here it's just like oh no the homophobia we're carrying over we're, we're bringing but don't that. worry the blue fairy's black in this one so it's actually <laughs> quite progressive black in this one. what on earth oh it's and again again uh it, it just it it just doesn't make any sense we didn't need so many of these we didn't need the scene of him going up to the and getting kicked out of the school. Get out and stay out. School is for real children, not the ridiculous puppets. Puppies belong in a puppet show. We didn't need any of that. Like There's so much added to the story that is that was unnecessary. Added, yeah. It, all, all it had to do was happen the way that it did before. He just never made it to school. Yeah. We didn't need to know that he was going to get kicked out of school. No. We just need to know that he got picked up by grifters, which Geppetto is still your fucking fault for not going with him. Yeah. In the original cartoon, there's no, there's no plot hole the here. The villains are kidnappers and those who would exploit children. It's almost like they've, they've gone down a road that's completely, uh, you know, not to say that it's the best road, but then they've gone and just put bumps all over it. Yes. They've made it untravelable. <laughs> you have. You that's have my metaphor. Ridden that metaphor hard <laughs> and hung it up wet. Yeah, it needs to be repaved. It needs to be repaved. They just need to hit the asphalt and get going. It's five p.m. on the same day, and your dumb demon puppet was left to his own devices. And this is your response: is to take everything important to you and go search for him. Is he afraid that his fish is going to get out? Right. I guess he doesn't have a sitter because he's so lonely. But, but honey, just, just lock up your house just... for the night and go walk around the hood. What are you doing? Right, taking your cat and the fish. Like what? Why? And why? then it isn't until later when the seagull drops the pleasure island flyer on him that he realizes that what that his son puppet is going to a brothel what is how does he know I what get, pleasure island why is he then selling all of his stocks why are all these kids being abducted and no <sighs> one's doing anything I about it? it yeah yeah 
but the marionette theater is a great adaptation of that scene. It's probably the most interestingly adapted. We get Fabiana as an ad. Mm -hmm. I thought for sure it was because when Pinocchio becomes a real boy that Fabiana would like it was a romance thing that was starting. Sure. But instead it was just, I guess, to your point, to add more female characters and to pick one of the characters from that scene, which was the ballet dancing puppet Mm -hmm. and give it more quote unquote life and add another song for the puppet you know the married ed artist fabiana for some reason yeah. i don't know what any of this serves no it's just i think it was just that they that they put this person in and everybody had to have a song right like yeah i guess i just i don't understand why we needed to do this i really don't it didn't need to be added there's so much unnecessary because like, we get it the fat yeah. eccentric old man is exploiting the young and disabled we don't need it hammered home this many times yeah it it, it People are smarter than that. Kids are smarter than that. This is, we didn't, this feels so ham-fisted. And they keep coming back to it. It's already so labored. They keep coming back to how much of a dick Stromboli is. Yeah. It, the, this is where I had the note. This movie keeps doubling up scenes. Yeah, it, it does keep doubling up. And it, and it, and it kind of just drags. It drags. Like, I could literally re-edit this and get rid of so much, and it would still make just the man's right amount of sense the and uh, the only other bright spot of joy i've had so far sure other than Jenny, generally cynthia arrivo is this interesting reference that jiminy makes well, i guess this is it this is how it ends starving to death in a pickle jar no siree i thought i'd live to be 103 this is a direct reference to old film strips that starred jiminy cricket about like fire safety and don't drink things under the sink and don't drink things under the sink beer is bad for children like i'm no fool no no siree siree. i want to live to be 103 i play safe for you and me because i'm no fool the winner I'm still wishing that joseph gordon levitt wasn't trying so hard to sound like jiminy cricket and just give him a unique New voice. Yeah, I, 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 I might. One of the first notes I have here was just that Jim, that Joseph Gordon-Levitt was the wrong choice for Jiminy Cricket. Really was. I don't even think it was the wrong choice. I just think that it's a weird choice to make him mimic the original Jiminy for Cricket. For sure. But again, it just. That it, is the wrong choice. That Yes, that's that's what it is. And then sure. Chekhov's road gravel comes back into play. Yeah. As Stromboli's cart runs by and is the reason that the jar is upset so that Jiminy can get out and go to Pinocchio. Now in the animated film. Yeah. The blue fairy comes to Pinocchio's rescue and warns yeah. him. Hey. This isn't quite, you know, the reason you're here, it's your own fault. You got to take responsibility and stop lying. Yep. We don't really get that scene. Instead, we get Pinocchio lying for a good reason. Jiminy, you okay? More or less. Now quit telling those whoppers. Jiminy, you see that key? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I do. That's the key to this cage lock. Can you reach it? Impossible. No way I can reach that. Hey, Jiminy, you want to know something? I don't want to be a real boy. Yeah, I, this this mixed signal for children is weird. not great. Because, like, what are what is it that you're trying to say? That, like, yeah, sometimes lies are okay if it's going to get you out of a cage. I guess, yes. Yes, but... But... Why? That's such a specific like thing to die on. When again, you're Mm. trying to make these child abductors and exploiters evil in other ways, rather than just being child abductors and exploiters. That in and of itself is enough. Is enough. Mm -hmm. But we've got all these extra things. Extra. 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 
I sure would like a taste. Oh, she sure would like a taste. Oh, he's trapping all these other puppeteers and artists and whatever. And yeah, but yeah, yeah, is right. <laughs> There's just nothing about this. And the resolution that- is basically mm-hmm. Jiminy just saying that to be a real boy, you got to be real boy. Like it's. <laughs> I didn't Will Smith say that in like Fresh Prince at one point. <laughs> oh, or I'm quoting Sister Act Two. Or they're quoting Sister Act Two. I don't know two. what's happening. Shall we continue? Yeah, let's go. Soon, Pinocchio is swiped up by a coach full of children driven by a charismatic coachman who is taking all the boys and girls to Pleasure Island where misbehavior is encouraged. Once there, Pinocchio gets slightly disturbed by some of the brutality the kids display, which amuses an irresponsible boy named Lampwick. Jiminy finds that all of the children have turned into donkeys and that the coachman sells them to the salt mines with help from his fog-covered shadowy henchmen. Pinocchio witnesses Lampwick's transformation at a billiard hall as Pinocchio gains a donkey's ears and tail. Pinocchio and Jiminy escape the island before the coachman and his goons can catch them. They make it back to Geppetto's, but find that Sophia gave him a flyer of Pleasure Island to let him know where Pinocchio was and that he sold all of his clocks to buy a boat and go there. Pinocchio reunites with Fabiana and Sabina, who tell him that Stromboli has been arrested by the Carabinieri for the abuse of his exploited employees, and they have taken over his puppet show. They offer Pinocchio to join them, but Pinocchio declines, wanting to save his father, which makes his donkey parts disappear. Okay, so... We've changed the beer to root beer, and they say it over, over and, and over, over and again. over. Root beer! Root beer! Look! Free root beer! Just to make sure that this is root beer that these kids are drinking. When the original message of, as a child, you should not be consuming alcohol or smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Is a stronger message than... Don't, don't drink soda? Don't drink soda and be a glutton and give in to peer pressure and break and steal things. Look at them kids. They're swiping everything out of that joint. Give me that. The problems, the moral, the moral tale in the animated series, and honestly in the source material, yeah. is far more deep and egregious. Then what we're, we're this is basically egregious? egregious, egregious, egregious. Then just being, you know, uh, having a sweet tooth or yeah. whatever. And again, here Luke Evans is wasted. Talking all this nonsense about a so-called conscience, you're not gonna need that anymore. So play, 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 play. Time to play. Yes. It should just be yes. enough. He doesn't need a song. It no. should just be enough. That he's a creepy man kidnapping children. And that should be enough. And again, But hey, but some of the children are girls this time. So it's progressive, <laughs> actually. It's actually quite progressive. It's a little progr- because little girls can misbehave and be jackasses, too. The way that he turns his head when all the kids are waiting for his decision. Oh. Now it's time to play. So tell us what you Okay, then. Weird, Again, creepy. that sound is nightmare-inducing. It's like a nightmare. Then Pleasure Island itself looks like Disney's California Adventure at grad night if the chaperones weren't there. Like, that's yeah. what this whole scene is like. It's just kids running rampant at nighttime DCA. Yeah. And somehow... Smashing all of the merchandise. Selling these donkeys to the salt mines is enough to keep up this place, by the way. Come on. All this candy... All of these rides. That giant g- grand piano that the, just gets destroyed. The, yeah, just, no. yeah. They, how are they? Do they just stock up Pleasure Island? They spend the year's money re- rebuilding Pleasure Island to go collect misfit kids off of deserted street corners. Yeah, it, it's just, it, it's absolutely wild. And, and and again, the whole like boat ride going down, uh, what was it, like Candy Mountain or yes. whatever. Yes, and then they're, they're breaking the clocks, uh, which yeah. has meaning to Pinocchio because, oh, my father loved clocks. And sort of what he's being told is, see, don't give in to peer pressure because these kids know you're different and they'd sooner kill you than let you be one of them. Again, they're trying to patch holes that aren't there. Yeah. They're trying the, bu- to, the billiard bar is still a giant eight ball. It still yeah. has a fully stocked bar. Oh, yeah. I figured out where the, the lost smoke monsters are. Lampwick keeps calling Pinocchio slats. Yeah, I heard sluts. Every time. Every time. <laughs> I thought he kept calling him a fucking slut, and I was like, yes. Sluts! 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 S
Okay, sluts. Hey, sluts. Yes, finally we're making ground. You dirty sluts. <laughs> and, you know, then again, the child abduction and exploitation we're going to keep, but everything else has to be fantastical because no children, you don't need to be. It's not enough to be afraid of creepy men, but if only if they have smoke monsters with them. Still go with yeah. men who are promising you candy. Exactly. As long as the other kids are on board, too. What is the, the mess mixed messages it's that's what this is and again and you know how he gets he gets out of it positive thinking jumping off a cliff oh oh no we're trapped no we're not positive thinking Jiminy. what is happening what is happening and then we get the part where uh he's under under that pier right Mm-hmm. And it, they're looking out at the well, empty ocean. Whatever. After they've learned that Geppetto has sold all of his clocks. And Sophia says, That's right, kiddo. You mean more to him than his beloved clocks? That's basically a line from Steel Magnolias. Please, you know I love you more than my luggage. He it loves does, you more than his clocks. I should hope so. I would what is hope happening? So. Of course he's going to sell all of his clocks. Yes. Of course he is. And, and it again, takes Sophia twice to tell them where Geppetto went. Twice and also with Strombola because for some reason this subplot needs to continue. But I guess we have to resolve that they threw him in jail because as you were saying, he's under the pier. He's gazing out into the ocean. Yeah. There's this moment of tension. This menacing walk for no reason. Well, she's got the leg brace. I know, but it's, uh, I know that they're trying to make it seem like, oh, maybe it's what it's Stromboli, but we know how this movie goes. And honestly, aren't leg braces really a little intimidating? It's progressive that she's a black girl, actually. <laughs> this is like, that feels like that's what the choices oh are. God, you know what I mean? It's so awful. It's, it's not exploitative bad. because we're saying that it's exploitative and the guy who was exploiting got arrested. It really. So it's not exploitative that we're being exploitative about exploitation, is it? Yeah. What is happening? Pinocchio. <laughs> Sabina, I'm so glad it's you. <gasps> Look. <laughs> You've got new ears. Uh, yeah, and a new tail. Pinocchio, we, the members of the new marionette family theater, have a very important proposition. You started your own puppet show? We sure did. Last night, the Carabinieri arrested Stromboli and put him in jail. Wow. We, we, we're adding all of these things in that are unnecessary, and we're, we're, we're trying to, I don't know, they're, they're I don't, I don't understand what they were trying to fix. No, me neither. I don't understand. Well, I take that back. They're trying to fix because the fairy said that he had to be brave, truthful, and selfless. Okay. So I think what Zemeckis and White's decided was that meant each of those had to be a beat for Pinocchio to overcome. Like that was the, the three acts. Yes. Was and then if one, it didn't, bump, bump. Yeah. if it didn't already exist clearly in the source material that they had to make up some bullshit to patch the holes. And I would argue no, especially because of how this ends. Do you have anything else for this? I section? don't. I am ready to go. What, what's up? Let's sail this boat out to sea. Shall we? We, 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 sh- we shanty. Sophia pulls a rope for Pinocchio to hold out to sea where they soon find Geppetto in his boat. As they reunite, they are swallowed by a giant sea monster named Monstro. They take refuge in a giant boat in Monstro's stomach and Pinocchio gets the idea to make him sneeze by starting a fire. The plan works and Monstro sneezes them out, but he gives chase that ends up with the group crashing on dry land and seemingly killing Geppetto. Believing his father has died, Pinocchio mourns over him and a magical tear falls from his eye on Geppetto, reviving him. Geppetto tells Pinocchio that despite being a puppet, He has proven himself to be a true boy at heart. Jiminy narrates that stories have often been told of Pinocchio becoming a real boy, but doesn't confirm them, stressing that Pinocchio has a brave, honest, and selfless heart, and that he's fully real to his proud and loving father. Pinocchio and Geppetto depart for home as Pinocchio's limbs appear to turn human. Okay. Look, if you're just going to rehash why the seagull is present in the dialogue, Mm -hmm. why aren't you just getting to the damn point? Jiminy just over-explains... Sophia's offer only for Sophia to go no 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 and then for Pinocchio to suddenly get another idea I don't what what is happening yeah I I honestly I I really don't understand like this whole positive thinking Jiminy we're gonna water ski yeah I said I'd airlift you not him 
I can't carry a heavy block of wood. No offense, kid. Well, what are we gonna do? I have an idea! No boats! Nothing! Only water as far as the eye can see! We'll find him! Positive thinking! It takes this turn to where Pinocchio just becomes this really weird over confident he's like, like astro boy or mega man all of a sudden yeah it's it's just it's weird and then when he finally gets to geppetto uh you know and, and they're having a conversation over the water mm-hmm. a, a thousand feet apart we get this recap that is the exposition of of the entire film you became famous Robert, you could have started the movie right here. Would have been fine. As if they hadn't repeated stuff enough. Right. They then repeated We get the whole stuff. I got kicked out of school for being different, and so I allowed myself to be exploited for those differences and also otherwise was a bad kid and made a jackass of myself. You did all of that in one day? I literally, yes, same. Why, what are we doing here? It's so stupid. It's so. Why are you spending all this time recapping it? And why is Monstro suddenly a Kraken? A Cthulhu Kraken. Like, what is. What? He's a whale. Okay. He's a whale. He's a whale. <laughs> and he's always been. He's always been a whale. He's literally in the parks as a whale. You, you like you know, sail it, it's into dis- his mouth. It's a distinct look. And there's, there's no sure reason that he needed to have. Bucket. There was no reason why he needed to have fucking tentacles. No, and a fucking spiky back. It was what's nonsense. happening? I did not understand it. Did not understand. Not it. one bit. Oh, and then this motorboat nonsense where he like. We get literally the sound of a jet ski. Like, well, before that, we get another poop joke. Oh, right. About how to escape the whale because somehow uh, Pinocchio just knows that fire is going to make this monster sneeze. Yeah. Suddenly, again, he's been suddenly creating Pinocchio fire watched, is brilliant. Suddenly, Pinocchio watched the original movie and then was just like, hey, I know how to do this. Meanwhile, Geppetto's been watching the magic school bus because as he explains to Pinocchio, I don't know about that. Pinocchio, I mean, look look at all this, this junk. It looks to me like everything comes in, but nothing goes out except the other way, presumably, but that is not a good option. Because... Girl, that's a booty hole. Not a hole, Keisha. A valve. It's a valve, Keisha. Yeah, no, it's, uh, oof. And just as this is it's happening... It's not even funny. No. Like, it's not... Like, here's the thing. Like, you know, that would have That would have been a funny joke... If this movie wasn't seven hours long. Yeah. You know what is funny, though? Mm-hmm. Jiminy being a squealy dom top. Open up! I need to get in there! Open up, I say! Open sesame! Well, what do you know? What are you talking about? Open up! I need to get in there! Oh my god, I remember this. <laughs> Th- this movie is really... This movie stressed me out. Like... To the point to where, like, I had my arms folded, crossed and angry for a times. good for a good portion. Like, and Josh had to be like, "You should take some notes." And you should take some notes. You need to take some notes because I'm it. just so. But Clancy, mad. here's the thing: if you think you're mad, imagine how Tom Hanks felt being in a green room shouted at by Zemeckis. You're not believable. It's a big tidal wave as you're getting water dumped on you in this awful wig and potentially prosthetic nose, yeah. trying to act at this cat puppet. Oh my god. While also screaming at this other puppet. Yeah. Everything about this film is a nightmare from top to bottom. And this also this last scene is so rushed. Yes. Like we got some really in the in the in the original Pinocchio, we got some really tender moments between uh Geppetto and Pinocchio, like sort of coming reconciling and figuring things out. This was just a big giant set piece. And a direct correlation between being superficial. Yeah. And actions having meaning and uh-huh. making ma- that being your real impact your actions making you that 
they obfuscate it and instead say, hey, 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 he didn't necessarily conform because you don't necessarily have to conform kids. But it's the things that he did that made him a real boy, despite the fact that he actually might not have been a real boy because maybe he didn't fit in. But because we say he's perfect just the way he is, it's actually quite progressive. Oh, my God. What are we trying to do here? And since then, many stories have been told about him. People say he was transformed into an honest-to-goodness real boy. Did that actually happen? Who knows? But I do know one thing for sure. In his heart, Pinocchio is as real as any real boy could ever be. It thinks it's doing more than it's doing, and it's not doing enough where it needs to. And it's to. not doing it well. No. It's not doing any of this well. It's failing to do. And this is do. my point. Like, he doesn't actually get uh. to be a real boy after all of this bullshit. And this is where I had the thought, oh, God, this movie hasn't actually been happening. Geppetto just got drunk and stumbled off the boardwalk and has been hallucinating as he's been drowning. I mean, <laughs> that would be a better movie. And that's when he quote unquote comes to life is actually when he's dying. Oh my God. That's, that's my theory. Are yeah. you glad you waited for it? Cause it feels like we died a little inside watching it. It really, it really, really does. And again, they tried to give characters arcs that did not need them. No, like really the only arc that we needed was, was Pinocchio. No, 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 we didn't need any of it. No. Okay. <laughs> You're right. But, but, but to the point of, if you're going to remake this movie, you didn't need to add all of these other arcs and you didn't have to justify all of these choices. You didn't need to do that. People are smarter than that, Robert. Yeah, it's Ugh. it's not like there was a new uh, band of Gibbons in The Lion King that had to have some <laughs> sort of say on on the monarchy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they didn't. And again, we haven't seen lady and the tramp yet. There's probably a lot of bloat in that one too. Ha- yeah, we haven't. So we, we don't know what's in store there. We, we promise we will do that at some point. Yeah. yeah. Oh Lord. my God. All right. It was made for 150 million, but of course we don't know what it made because it was a platform release. Yeah. Neither the critics nor audiences were kind to this film. No, it was a 28% from the, uh, critics score. Yep. Uh, David Sims from the Atlantic, uh, in, uh, September 12th, my birthday, said, instead of capturing the old school charm of the original, the new film looks as dead-eyed as one of Zemeckis' motion capture characters as it recites the familiar fable of the puppet who wanted to be a boy. Eh. Yeah, no, I guess. You're absolutely right, David. John DeFore from The Hollywood Reporter said, a well-intentioned work that largely falls flat. It arrives as just another widget in Disney's remake of all agenda. One whose pedigree offered the hope of something better. Yeah. And then finally, Peter Travers, who honestly is doing the most work here and yes. should have been a writer. Uh, he's from ABC News saying, hi, diddly D. It didn't work for me. Because it didn't. <laughs> and, yeah. Viewers said 29%. Fancy D gave it two stars. Hey, a fancy D? I, I yeah. love a fancy D. <laughs> Pinocchio 1940 is one of my favorite Disney movies and favorite movies of all time. So for a remake like this, it was meh. It was. That's even that's fair. Fancy D. Honestly, that's too much. It's, like this, yeah. I, I honestly would be, I, again, I'm, I'm angry that this exists. Yeah. <laughs> Karen F gave it four and a half stars. Let's see what this is, where this is going. I don't know why this hasn't had good reviews. I absolutely loved it, and so did my kids. The only issue is not having the I'm a real boy line. But apart from that, it's just another Disney fantasy brought to the 20th century. Why did you put the number two? Because she's a Karen. Oh, God, Karen. She's a Karen named Karen, who spells it with two E's. It's Karen Karen with two E's. Oh, but it's not what you think. All right. Madison with two N's, one Y, but it's not where you think. MJ gave it half a star. You know how some really bad movies are so bad they are endlessly entertaining? This is not that. So bad you can't even make fun of it. You can't. This MJ, I... I di- I disagree. I think we've made better entertainment in the past uh, as the audible audio. As we the, have, but in but, the past but, 55 but, minutes. I, but I will say, don't torture yourself with this movie. You no, will not no, get re- like we have a podcast platform to use this as a as yeah. a 
you know, a, a tool for us. But, but I'm like, literally so frustrated about this. My glasses are fogging and I'm sweating about yeah, it. Yeah, right he's, now. Josh is visibly sweating. I'm in, I'm a mess. He's a mess. It's 50 degrees outside. And I'm Ugh. still sweating because this has been so stressful. So we hope, we hope, we hope. All right. Uh, We've there were, there were no awards. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, to be fair, it hasn't quite caught award season yet, but ooh, I don't know. No, it's not. I don't, I don't think so. So if you didn't catch him, Geppetto's Cuckoo Clocks were either a collection of ones from the original cartoon or of Disney characters, including yeah. Woody and his horse Bullseye, Donald Duck uh, being chased by the alligator, Roger Rabbit and his wife Jessica, which is, of course, from Zemeckis's Who Framed Roger Rabbit, yeah. which would have taken place 50 years after Pinocchio did. Mm-hmm. Archimedes the Owl from Sword in the Stone. There's a Lion King one, Princess Aurora, and Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty. There's a Dumbo one, a Snow White and the Seven Dwarves one, and all the rest of the ones look like the Pinocchio one. Yeah. Um, the painted castle backdrop that's seen in Stromboli's puppet show is the castle, uh, Sleeping Beauty's castle. It's just white. Yeah. It's like yeah. the, um, sil- it's the silhouette of the one at Disneyland. Right. And this is Joseph Gordon Levitt's third Disney film after Angels in the Outfield and Treasure Planet. Yeah, 1994 and 2002, respectively. But, like, uh, Joseph made a bad choice. I mean, you, you got could, paid. You, I mean, you did get paid, for sure. You got that Disney money, but, like... They all got paid. They got some cash, despite the fact this film is trash. That was good. Did you have Thank, that right no, off the I dome? Did, no, yes, off the dome. Oh, yes. my God. Oof. My, my husband, pressure. ladies and gentlemen. All right, well, again, final thoughts here. Uh, this movie is trash. It's terrible. Um, don't, there's no need to see this. There's literally no. like, I, I, an even, actual wooden even, puppet of Pinocchio would be more useful. Even because if you could it burn is it that heat. like by us talking about it piques your interest, like you just want to see it. it. Just don't just allow this good. to be your catharsis. This isn't it. This we're, is it. Sure. Go we're watch funny. The original. Go, Go watch, watch the original. original. Sure. We're yes. funny, but you don't need to put yourself through this. Mm, yeah. Unless you've got a strong counter opinion and we'll read it live on the air. Why not? We live, will. Quote, if unquote. you liked this movie you and you want to explain point by point why we're wrong, by all means, send us an email please. at submissions at nonpluspod.com. Um, where can they find us on social media, Clancy? Oh, well, they can find us at nonpluspod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yes. And at patreon.com slash making mischief. We're about to wrap up our recap of Inhumans. We did Werewolf by Night for the Hollow Spooky season. Yeah. Check that out. Um, and much like in or much like Pinocchio, you can take or leave in humans, but hopefully our content is well worth the Patreon money. Rate the review and the subscribe on your podcasting <laughs> oh, nope. platform of nope. a preference. Nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> but also, yes, please do that. Uh, we, we, we appreciate it. It helps build the SEO and you know, Hey, we love it. We love it. And we love you. Thank you for joining us as we round out your holiday season with some of, uh, well they shouldn't be family favorites honestly sometimes you just should take our advice and not watch a film yeah um but until next time that over there is my husband clancy and over there is my sweaty husband josh and we have been nonplussed i mean this is what the show's about when you sit down for this film there's no i see it doesn't always (laughs) it doesn't always work and honestly uh you knew where to stop this didn't. And I, yeah. <laughs> I knew where to stop, and this movie did not. Oh, all right. You are correct, And as also rate, review, and subscribe on your plat plat on your platform on your crisp platform <laughs> in a small Italian village. In a small Italian village. In a small Italian village in eighteen ninety-five, a vagrant creek named the Jiminy well, we Creek. Can't, we, we can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> we we can't. This is not allowed. You. It's not. <laughs> if we told Chris Pratt that he can't do it, we can't do it either. That's the thing. No one told Chris Pratt he can't. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. He made that choice on his own. <laughs> God no damn. one told he. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> uh, why would I do this to myself?
It sounds like Don Knotts trying to talk sexy. Don Knotts trying to get in your pants is what that is. Open up. I need to get in there. Have you pushed? How do you open these buttons? That looks tighter than my bank account after the rent is due. My God. Pump the hay, shoo the eggs, water the pump. Butter the cow and water the milk. Turn the horse and milk the grain. Sew the shoe and pitch the field. Water the plow and chop the eggs. Man, when are you going to find time to have fun? Remember, get an extra 20% off your $50 subscription to Knowable with code NONPLUST and enjoy hundreds of hours of educational content ad-free. Just download the Knowable app and use the code NONPLUST for 20% off your subscription. Again, download the Knowable app and use code NONPLUST when subscribing for 20% off. Knowable, comprehensive podcast-style audio courses for the curious mind. And for cutie patooties like you. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.